Welcome to Dream School. This is the podcast where the bell rings and the fun begins. In this feature from Anson Radio, the children sit down with the Dream School head teacher and share their vision for the best school ever. And just like the genie in Aladdin, the Dream School head teacher can make anything happen. Jelly and ice cream for lunch? Sorted. PE lessons taught by Lionel Messi? Done. Unicorns in a playground zoo? No problem. In the Dream School, anything is possible. The children will take you through their perfect day from the minute they wake up, through their first lessons, their amazing dreamlike playtimes, who from history is coming back to life to teach them all about the past, what's on the menu at lunchtime, who's going to be teaching the best PE lesson ever, and what clubs look like after school at Dream School. So sit back, relax, and listen to the best school ever. So today I'm here with Eric. Eric's in year five and he has a lot to say about a lot of things. So I'm hoping for a great conversation with Eric today. We're looking forward, I think, to a very creative Dream School episode. So welcome to Dream School. Eric, how are you today? Good. Good. Have you had a nice day so far? Yeah. Great. Um, I'm interested to know then, before we start talking about Dream School, how did you find putting Dream School together? Was it easy? Yeah, it was very easy. Why do you think it was so easy? Did you just know what you want? Yeah, I also did it in one break time as well. Wow, so it was really quick. Yeah. The break time is about 15 minutes, so by the time you've got the paper and a pencil, really quick. Yeah. Um, why do you think the ideas came so quickly? I don't know. I just have lots of thoughts about school. Great. And so this is about you creating the best school ever. What do you think about school generally? Do you mean this school? Yeah, this school, in real life. Uh, this school's fine. (laughs) What makes it fine? You don't have a uniform every day. Okay, so you like that, you don't like the uniform. Yep. Anything else you really like about Anson Primary School? Uh, yeah. What else do you like? Lunch. (laughs) Yeah, lunch is good. They're very good at lunch. Do you know, when you said it was fine, it reminded me of a card that I got from Anaya in year six. Um, It was a lovely card, beautifully decorated, uh, and it was at Christmas. And she said to me, "Um, happy Christmas. Um, You're a great head teacher, and we think your assemblies are reasonable. I don't get it. It's not a great praise. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's um, start our dream school then by waking you up in the morning. So at dream school, you get to choose. Are we having a uniform? Is there no uniform? What are we doing? There's no uniforms at all. No uniforms at all. So what are we wearing to school? Anything. You could wear a costume, a onesie, a Pajamas, 
normal clothes, you could wear a uniform, anything in the entire world. So it's up to individuals to choose. I kind of like that. So we can really express ourselves. So I'm going to ask you now, because you've gone through a few things there, if you had to wear a costume to school, what would you wear? I would wear costume of... Gur. What's Gur? It's from my favourite book. Oh, what's your favourite book? Tell me. Invader Zim. So tell me about Invader Zim. So Invader Zim is is like a um, graphic novel kind of thing, like a almost yeah. like a comic strip, but better than that. Yeah. So what happens in Invader Zim? So there's this kid called Dib, who who has an enemy called Zim, who's from the Urkin Empire. And the the Urkin Empire leaders called the tallest sent um um Zim to Earth and they said that um they will have a special mission for him and they want him him to destroy Earth even though they didn't actually care about him anyways. They just um just thought he was really annoying so they wanted him <laughs> to go away. So they sent him to Earth. And um and Dib is trying to stop Zim. And Zim has a robot servant type of thing called Gur. And there's also Mini Moose. So Gur is the robot. Yeah. And so you'd become interested in school as a robot. Yes. That's really good. Is Gur any good at being a robot? Is he a useful robot or is he just silly? He's silly. Very silly. <laughs> He's like the sidekicks in the movies that just make jokes all the time and get things wrong. Mostly. Yeah. My favourite kind of characters. Um, so if you were wearing a onesie, what would you wear? I'd wear a onesie of a moose. That's nice. I like them. With the antlers and everything? Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Um, and pyjamas. Are we talking full-length pyjamas, short pyjamas? What do you like? Well, usually I just wear long trousers pyjamas and short arm pyjamas. I've got a new pyjama set that I was given on Father's Day. Um, it's Star Wars based and it's called the Dadalorian. Cool. I also have this thing that I usually wear in the morning. Um, it's kind of like a very, very big hoodie and it has um, garlic bread on it. <laughs> garlic bread. An, imi- right. an image of garlic bread, not like a pocket with garlic bread in it and you can just have for breakfast. Yeah, my yeah. sister has one which has koalas on it. That's nice. Koalas or garlic. I like the garlic bread idea. I think that's really fun. Um, so we're going to be ready for our school day and we're going to open the doors now to Dream School and find out what's happening in our first lesson. English or maths? Eric, English or maths? What's happening first? Uh, wait, do I have to pick between those two? What did you write down in your plans for Dream School? I wrote movie making. Great, so there's no English or math? No. Right, so tell me about your movie making. That's a great way to start the day. Well, I like animation quite a lot. I like going on my iPad and getting my Apple Pencil and then drawing pictures and then then animating them. And I've done this one which is really cool and it's like a loop and it's these two blobs that fight each other. So what software do you use? Which app are you opening to be able to write that? I can't remember the name, but the front, like the logo for it is a B. A B. 
<clears throat> now I'm trying to think what that might be because I use when I'm doing animations and drawing I will use Keynote quite a lot because every slide can be like a different frame um, but it can be quite difficult to then run it at the right speed so it can be like a bit static as it moves along it's a bit too um, jumpy I suppose but when you animate yours it just looks like it's really the blob is blobbing along and moving together yeah um, so yeah I love movie making it's one of my favorite things to do and you obviously already make movies how long do your little um, animations last for I think the longest one was about 30 seconds that's nice that's a lot of a lot of pictures to get 30 seconds as well isn't it so how long will it take you to be able to create an animation well that 30 second one took me a very long time it took me about an hour wow that's that's good concentration though isn't it to be able to do that because every single picture that you draw has to be slightly different to the last one yeah i had to do it in the car as well so it was a bit bumpy <laughs> that's not bad though if you're drawing a blob that kind of works doesn't it um I suppose I started getting used to movie making in something called a jump cut. So before I was animating, I was jump cutting. Do you know what a jump cut is? No. It's where you, you almost create magic. And it, it was actually, it's been around since the birth of cinema. So one of the very first um, sort of movie makers was a chap called Georges Méliès. He's actually the focus of a film called Hugo, which is about a boy who lives um, in a train station and fixes all of the clocks. But he created the illusion of magic occurring on screen. So you film something um, and then you stop. You remove something from the film that you're making and then you carry on filming and it looks like it's disappeared. So, for example, I could film my hand going out to grab you. Yeah. I could scrunch my hand up. Yeah. And then ask you to move out the way so that you're not in the film anymore. And then I could make a throwing motion with my hand when I restart the film, and it would look like I've thrown you off the the film. Oh yeah, I did that on one of my things. Like um, um, there was this kid who was shouting, then this big guy came in and grabbed him and then threw him away, and then it like made it kind of like do you know like in movies when somebody gets thrown away into space or something? Yeah, is like that. Start. I did that as well. To get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller into the distance. Yeah. That's really clever. Um, where do you get your ideas from? Because your ideas are very imaginative and creative. So where do you think your ideas come from? Um, they mo mostly come from books. So things that you've read? Yeah, comics. Yeah, I think that's, that's, um, that's true of most of our writing. Our writing has to come from experience and actually stories in books and adapting them for our own, are, I think is a really great way to do it. And of course, when I was growing up, it was really hard to make movies because your cameras were massive and they were difficult to get hold of. Whereas now a lot of people just have a whole film studio in their pocket, which is their phone. Um, yeah. So do you have a phone or do you borrow somebody else's? I have a phone. You have a phone and you use your phone to be able to make your films on? Mm -mm. No. What do you use then? I use my iPad. You use your iPad, which I guess is a lot easier for the drawing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really fun way to start the day. And it's kind of, I'm going to link it a little bit to English because it is the art of storytelling it's storytelling through film and it's a really fun way to tell stories but I do love that that idea of actually making movies and telling our stories for a different way in a different audience and so what we'll do now is we'll finish that lesson of movie making and we'll go outside to play So at Dream School, the playground doesn't have to look like the flat piece of concrete that we've got. It can look like anything. So what's happening at your Dream School playtime? Well, this is a bit more things than I actually wrote on my sheet, but 
first things is I'm gonna put it so you could um you can do swimming if you want but you don't have to you can just do normal break and there's a bunch of other stuff you can go to the if you want you can go to the park and there's a bunch of sports you can like do football or basketball or tons of other ones and there's also a trampoline a huge trampoline park like flip out kind of and there's also an aquarium and a zoo that's amazing that sounds like a proper wonderland i like the idea of a flip out outside i think it should be called flip outside i would also put it so there's a bar but not an alcohol bar like and the bar where you can get like fizzy drinks and snacks and stuff almost like a little outdoor tuck shop kind of but it's free it's free i love that dream school can make that happen um and do you like swimming i like swimming quite a lot is that why you chose it because you just like jumping in a pool yeah what kind of pools have you been to do you just like going to regular pools or have you been to pools with slides and wave machines and things like that oh yeah i've been to i've been to um swilton sports center pool i've been to the um an olympic sized pool wow i also went to putney yeah i went to legoland pool yeah and i went to some other water parks which are also really fun so we're thinking about dream school what's the best kind of pool um hmm. i think the best kind of pool is a pool with water slides yeah water slides are very good they used to be when i grew up i grew up not far from a place called western supermare or western super mud as we like to call it it had the second highest tidal range in the world and when the tide went out it just left loads of mud behind um, you could get really dirty there. It was quite dangerous as well. But on the seafront, there was a place called Tropicana. And Tropicana was our outdoor swimming pool. And it had a pineapple slide. So you climbed up to the top of pineapple and you used to slide down it. But it was so badly made that where they joined the pieces of plastic together, if you kept sliding it down for the whole day, you'd end up with a tear or a rip in your swimming shorts by the end of the day. So people used to give up because nobody wants a rip in their swimming shorts at the end of a day in a swimming pool. It's quite dangerous. It. Quite dangerous. It's not one one piece of plastic. It's lots of pieces of plastic joining together. And so where the crack is, every time you're going down it, you're hitting the crack. It was really quite unsafe. Oh. Um, but it was it was good fun. And they had bizarrely an ice ice skating rink in the corner. What? Yeah, and a model train. Why? Yeah, Why would they put that there? How did they even? have an ice skating like that next to a really hot swimming pool i don't understand it wouldn't it just melt it was very bizarre needless to say it closed quite quickly <laughs> surprise surprise um but uh, i've mentioned coral reef before on this podcast which is a big swimming pool in bracknell but when i was looking at your your uh, dream school plan i thought is there another swimming pool that would make a fantastic dream school swimming pool and i found a place called blue lagoon Blue Lagoon is in uh, Wales, open all year round, so it doesn't matter what the weather's like. Its main attraction is a wave pool, so it has waves that come at certain times of the day with six different wave patterns and eight water geysers, which are basically big fountains that shoot out. 
cool. Sounds cool so far, right? But that's not it. It's also got a relaxed, lazy river ride, <gasps> so you can just float around on, on the current. I've always wanted to go on one of them, just not, not the lazy part. I've wanted to swim in them. Well, the one at, at Bracknell and Coral Reef is a lot more fierce, so it really pulls you around quite quickly. Well, that would be fun. It was really fun. And then, not only that, it's got uh, an outdoor bubble pool. And a relaxing outdoor spa pool and water cannons throughout the park. Um, And for the real thrill seekers, there are four flumes, which are basically like the big slides you were talking about. One of which is called the torpedo, which is fast, steep and not for the faint-hearted. At the pool I usually go to, well not usually, I go there with my dad in Cambridge and they have two flumes there. One of them like... You have to go on a, a like, um, a float, but in the, in the, that's the blue one, yeah, blue one, but on the green one you can just, um, just go on it, and, but that one goes super duper fast, and there's also, um, this place that I've been to, um, where it has an open, um, like a lake that you can swim in and it even had fish in it in Austria and there was one and I went to one of those slides which is super duper scary where it's like you stand in this tube type of thing and then the floor drops mm. and then you go down super duper fast wow are you a bit of a thrill seeker do you like doing those things or do you find it really scary but still do it anyway yeah I love doing thrill love things doing. I, got, I like doing mountain biking I like doing bouldering and like all of that stuff. That's brilliant. Brave stuff, I think. Um, I am going to say we're going to come back inside now for a bit of a history lesson. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Ich bin ein Berliner. I have to tell you now, this country is at war with Germany. So history lessons are fun because in our history lessons we can bring back something from the past to teach us history. So what's going to happen in our history lesson in your dream school? Well, in my dream school, I put something that wouldn't teach us anything, but it would be pretty fun. I I brought back a (laughs) T-Rex. I like the fact you said it would be fun. How is that fun, Eric? Because I could run around the school train not to get eaten. But aren't you supposed to stay really still? No. Do you just just run? Yeah, because if you stayed still, they'd just get you easier. Okay. Um, So we're going to have just one T-Rex or many? I don't know. I think too many would be a bit of an exaggeration. So only one. (laughs) So like a real-life Jurassic Park. Why a T-Rex? Why not a nice diplodocus that we can slide down its neck? Because a dip... Well... A diplodocus wouldn't try and eat you. <laughs> so we're looking for a bit of danger here. Yeah. Goes back to your thrill-seeking, I guess. Um, have you ever seen one of those T-Rex working models? Oh, yeah, I saw one at the Natural History Museum once. Oh, how did that make you feel? I loved it. <laughs> Paradise Wildlife Park, um, which is up in Hertfordshire, has a whole Lost Kingdom-style um, walkway experience, and you can you can experience the T-Rex. You can get in the Jeep that they've got in Jurassic Park and the T-Rex is kind of behind you and you can have your photograph taken looking really scared. Um, I, I actually have a, a Jurassic Park's oh, yeah. I've been there before, yeah. That was so cool. Like, 
it was crazy like you went in that like kind of look I don't know if this is the one you went to but it was like this big metal clunky thing that looked like you would use in like a futuristic war type of thing and like the, at the end is di- you got out and then there was a bunch of thick like dinosaurs and and but then you um um like there there was this guy who gets eaten and then you need to like run and, and it's you're kind of in vr oh wow and you need to run and get in this elevator and then velociraptors come from the side and then you need to um hit them with these um wooden sticks and then if you don't then you get eaten then you have to go back up to the top and restart but if you manage to do it then you get to go on this um like you can go on this um you can ride on a dinosaur but like you choose which one it is like but still in vr yeah that sounds incredible that's not the place i was talking about but that sounds amazing i need to find out where that place is um i actually when i was at university we i had the loft room in a house i was sharing with four other people and the loft room um was lovely but it was really cut off from the rest of the house but jurassic park had just come out and um i had speakers around my television um that create the most amazing sound but we were also in the middle of a drama production which was about the rainforest and we were making all the trees so we thought it'd be really cool to have all the trees around the tv set and the speakers coming out and watch jurassic park as if we were in the jungle watching it um and we had it on so loud it was just amazing the sound and the watching the film um but what we didn't know was that the two girls that were living with us had forgotten their keys and were stuck outside in the rain for the two hours we were watching the film because we couldn't hear them no. yeah we didn't really live that down for quite a while um so just so the audience knows the t-rex was one of the dinosaurs that roamed the planet during the late cretaceous period which is about 65 million years ago and it lived in what's now known as the usa and canada but the name tyrannosaurus rex comes from the greek and latin words meaning tyrant lizard king Um, and the terrific t-rex was a seriously big beast it could go up to 12 meters long and six meters tall so I'm guessing your dream school has quite big classrooms. Uh, no. No? The roof. I guess the roof would just break or something. Okay. So you like a retractable roof or is it actually just going to destroy the school? Actually, no. Let's make it not a T-Rex because oh, it's no. a T-Rex. T-Rex is fun. No, let's make it even worse. Let's make it a Velociraptor. Oh, but they have to be more than one because they hunt in packs. Yeah, I know. Like ten Velociraptors. I mean, we're not going to escape that, are we? That's going to be messy. I guess we know what's for lunch. It's the pupils. Fair enough. (laughs) But let's find out what is actually for your dream school lunch. The sound effect of cereal. Someday somebody will just choose cornflakes. But what's for your lunch at dream school? Well, um, everything food ever. (laughs) So do you, if, if I said to you right now, Somebody's going to walk in through that door with your favourite food. What would that favourite food be? I don't know. You just like everything? Yeah. Is there anything you really don't like? Yeah. What don't you like? Beetroot. Don't like beetroot? I don't like sweet potatoes. I don't like... I don't, I don't like quite a lot of stuff. Yeah? But what do you like? Um... 
I know you say everything, but what is the one thing you think, oh yeah, that's really nice when, when I get that, that's lovely. Um, I don't know, maybe steak. Oh yeah, steak is good. Or pork scratchings, they're pretty good too. Pork scratchings are very nice. There are times on the way home when it's been a long day, sometimes I, I don't have time for lunch, I'll go through the whole day and on the way home I'll stop at the supermarket um, to pick up things for, for dinner or to top up the fridge and if I see a packet of pork scratchings it's falling in the basket. Last um, week on Friday, I went to the shop to buy some pork scratchings for my snack for ping pong. But um, but I liked them so much that I just didn't actually manage to keep them for, for my <laughs> club. I just ate them on throughout the school day. <laughs> That's quite interesting. I had a very similar experience last week where I thought, right, I must make sure I have lunch today because it's going to be a very busy day. But then got stuck in traffic on the way to work. So ate my lunch for breakfast. Have you ever done that before? No. <laughs> no, because it's a really silly thing to do because then I didn't have any lunch. So what do you think I had for lunch? Pork? Breakfast. <laughs> have my breakfast for lunch and my lunch for breakfast. Why didn't you have your breakfast for breakfast and your lunch for lunch? Because I was stuck in traffic and my lunch was in the car and my breakfast was at work. Why would your breakfast be at work? Well, because I leave it in my office so I have a little cupboard with all my muesli and my fridge has my uh, blueberries and yoghurt in and um, other fruits and I have that when I get to work but I was so delayed in traffic and I was hungry so I had my lunch okay <laughs> it's not right it wasn't clever um, if you could eat one thing every day what would it be would it affect my health in any way no it's dream school sweet um, ice cream <gasps> Ice cream, now we're talking. What flavour? Pistachio. Pistachio ice cream. In a cone? In a bowl? Bowl. But do you know once, there's this show that my sister likes to watch called Bluey. Yes. And in one of the episodes called Claw Machine, at the end, um, there's this there's this block which says, um, if you get if you get the block then um you get bottomless ice cream after dinner. And I um and I asked my mum, oh, can we, can I have bottomless, can we have bottomless ice cream after dinner? Surprisingly, my mum said yes. She thought I could go through about maybe two bowls. I went through eight and she had to stop me after that. <laughs> she was not expecting that. That's brilliant though. That is absolutely brilliant. Um, I love the idea of bottomless ice cream. I guess it, it could be quite expensive, bottomless ice cream. But it's dream school. It is dream school, that's it, and everything's free according to your earlier um, statements as well. I do like the idea, I used to work for Walls Ice Cream many years ago, um, del yeah, I know, delivering the ice cream, but also working within the um, the warehouses, um, and the, the you get pretty sick of ice cream when you're working in an ice cream factory. Um, it's not a nice thing to keep eating, but it is amazing, and the Mr Whippy machines, yeah. Do you like a Mr. Whippy? I love Mr. Whippy. It's got to be the right Mr. Whippy, though. But I like like an, I like a 99 most. Yes. Or okay. a Bunny Ears. Bunny Ears has two flakes in it. Mm. No, too much? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but Mr. Whippy ice cream, sometimes it can be a bit too watery. Sometimes it can be overly thick. It's got to be just right. There used to be an amazing one at Sandringham in Norfolk, which is... 
um, one of the king's houses, um, and they used to have this amazing uh, whippy ice cream. And we went one year and thought, oh, it's brilliant. We must go back there next year. And when we went next year, they changed it. They got rid of it, and it was all scoop ice cream. No. Yeah, that's not right, is it? And there was no pistachio there, so you wouldn't have liked it. Shocking. Um, all right, well, lunch has been really good. I feel um, very, very full up um, and very satisfied. And if it's got bottomless ice cream and it's free, then that's amazing. But we are going to need to work hard in PE for some exercise. So who is going to be coming to teach us PE? Which sporting superstar is here? Messi. Messi. Lionel Messi. What do we know about Lionel Messi? He's a really good footballer. He is a really good footballer. From Argentina. Yes. He's kind of iconic. He was born in 1987. I'm pretty sure that because of him, because he's so famous in Argentina... You can't have the name Messi. Wow. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? That would be a bit like in Brazil, you're not allowed to be called Pele. Because you know? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying that would that would be it. Or maybe in the UK, you're not allowed to be called Harry. Because of Harry Kane. Well, If we ever ha- won the World Cup. Harry, on the other hand, he was like the easiest goal ever. <laughs> Are we talking about the penalty in the World Cup? Yes. Yes. Yeah, but if we won the World Cup, maybe he his name would be protected as well. He did. Lionel Messi is amazing. Actually, he signed for Barcelona when he was thirteen years of age. Um, I get if you could pick one football club that you would play for, who would that be? Man City. Yeah, you like Manchester City. Do you have a favourite player? Holland. Holland. Yeah. Well, it's interesting today because they have this um this amazing uh, launch today. Uh, on Monday of the Fantasy Football League which is where you get to set up your dream team it's a bit like dream school and Haaland's expected to be the most expensive player within that because he did so well last season Lionel Messi however he's won everything in the game what do you want him to teach you when he comes to dream school? Um, I play football because I'm not very good at it (laughs) but do you enjoy it? yeah yeah and what do you like about it? I don't know just when you get a goal, everybody's happy with you. Yeah, it's fun, isn't it? It's fun. I suppose the goal scoring is the finest bit of it, but I always used to like it when I made a really good tackle and stopped a goal as well. Or defending, that's fun. I'm yeah. good. I'm, I'm, I can only do defending. Yeah. But you like playing with your friends. I guess it's, that's part of it as well. Yeah. yeah. Also, if, if I could have like a team with all the players I ever wanted on it, that, the team would be so good. Like it'd have Mbappe, Ronaldo, um, Messi, everybody. Yeah, I think that's part of the dream, isn't it? Is that, you know, we we often set up our dream teams. We think about our dream school, but dream teams are amazing things and working out who the best players are. Um, and whenever there's a big match coming up, so if England were playing next, it'd be like, oh, which is the best England team ever or which is the best French team ever. It's quite nice just playing around with those things. It may never be possible, um, but uh, I quite like it. Um, so our school day is almost over, but before we go home from Dream School, we're going to have our Dream School Club. So tell me, you've taken part in lots of clubs over the years. What's been your favourite club? Dodgeball Club. Dodgeball Club with Miss Flynn. Yeah. What made Dodgeball Club so good? It was so fun. like Because me and Robin and some other people, because um, now we're really, really, really good at dodgeball. And we almost always win. 
Uh, it's good having those clubs. Do you have a dream school club that everybody will go into? Yes. What's it but, going to be? But like food, it's all the clubs. All the clubs. So every club. Um, you taking part in archery club this term? How are you finding that? It's fine. It's fine. It's a bit like it's a bit like school. It's fine. Archery club this week. If the weather holds, is taking place outside. Sweet. We're going to be shooting um, into the climbing wall area. So we're going to have the targets at the back of the climbing wall and standing just by reception and shooting. How does that sound? What about the ping pong tables? Oh, we'll move those out of the way. We'll do, that's the first thing we'll do. Um, it's quite a good thing to be able to do outside because it's slightly different conditions. You have to allow for the wind. Um, you have to allow for other children walking across in front of you. Yeah, that's quite amazing. Um, is there a club that's never been done that you think we could do at Dream School? Yeah. What is it? Watching YouTube Club. <laughs> Watching YouTube Club. Well, I suppose if we go back to your um, filmmaking bit, there is a there is a master of uh, the jump cut called Zach King. I know Zach King. There you go. He's amazing at doing jump cut movie making. Um, he he pulls things out of TV screens and climbs into TV screens and um, jumps through shop windows in using jump cuts. It's quite amazing what he can do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that would be awesome to be able to, to do that. I'm not sure watching YouTube is a club we'd have at Anson, but it's Dream School and anything is possible. Um, anything else you'd like to add about your Dream School before we close it? Yes. What would you like to say? First things... You could, um, there'd be these places where you can go to sleep if you're tired in class. Second thing, you're allowed to eat in class. Third thing, um, 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 if you don't want to do a lesson, you can go to a different room to do a different lesson if you want to. And, and, the chairs are those spinny chairs. Crazy. With wheels on the bottom. <sighs> I'm sensing chair racing down the corridors. And they're electric. Oh, wow. Electric and solar powered? No. No, just plug them in. Because what if the light's turned off? What if there's no sun? Then we wouldn't be alive. This is, this is ending quite sadly, Eric. Probably. <laughs> um, your dream school's been amazing. Um, let's just recap. So we're starting the day getting dressed in anything we like. Yep. Um, and it could be a costume or a onesie um, or if we want a uniform we can wear a uniform if we so desire indeed our first lesson of the day is all about movie making and we're probably going to do animation and draw lots of characters there's one more thing that I forgot to add there's also cooking class and there's a very special one where you can make your own candy nice I like that used to go to a little place in Cheddar Gorge and watch the candy making happening. It's in Somerset. It's a lovely little spot. Um, and used to be able to buy the candy straight off the counter. Um, after that, we're going to go out to break. And break time is amazing. There's like swimming pools and zoos and parks and all sorts of things out there. It's going to be a lot of fun. History is going to be uh, slightly scary, a little bit dangerous, probably a T-Rex, possibly a load of velociraptors. There's going to be a lot of running. Yep. Um, lunchtime, we are going to be having any food we like because every food is on offer, but maybe not sweet potato or beetroot. Yeah. 
Um, and then PE, Lionel Messi is coming back to be able to teach us how to play football. He's going to teach us to attack because we're both very good at defending. Does that sound good? Yeah. And then we're going to finish off with any club we like, really, because every club's on offer. Um, mm -hmm. It's going to be better than Archery Club, which is just fine. Yeah. Um, it's an amazing dream school, Eric. Thank you so much for sharing it. Did you enjoy sharing your dream school? Yeah. PE, to be honest, history is probably just going to be PE. <laughs> Pretty much history is going to be PE. It's going to be a lot of running and it's going to be exhausted, but it's okay because it comes before lunch. Does it come before lunch? Yes, it does. It comes before lunch, so we'll be able to um, at least have a good lunch to regain our energy. All right, I think it's time to close the doors to your dream school. So that was Eric's dream school. If we've managed to survive our history lesson, then you can join us next week for another episode of Dream School.